Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Anime Room. Thanks to some nefarious nefariousness that has happened, we are going to be a little off posting the episode of me, Michael, Rudy, and Ethan from last week. Uh, Just bear with us. We're dealing with some mild technical difficulties. And this week, we are dealing with some mild life difficulties for Rudy. So, El Martinez Bison is no longer with us at this moment. He'll be back later. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, so, this week, Michael, you are starting Tsukimichi Season 2. And you finished Season 1. And yes. you had things to talk about, discuss, ask, etc, etc. Etc, etc, etc. Yes. That is hopefully more constructive than, man, these females looked nice. They do. They, they do. I, I, need, I would hope more constructive things are figured out than, than that one statement. There are more constructive things than that, yes. So, it is an isekai. It's not a regular isekai, though, because it has a little bit of a different twist. I mean, obviously, yes. Okay, you're stating things. Uh, yes. Where's the discussion and the uh, questions that you apparently have told me you have? Well, the question is, why is he stuck at level one? I mean, that should already be obvious, but okay, I'll answer. I'll fight. Mean- uh, the goddess doesn't like him. Okay, well, what, what the god that sent him there said he'd give him unlimited power. No, he didn't. He said that he give gave him, him a blessing. Even the blessing and all the power that he could bestow currently. Yes. That's and she said she didn't want him to reproduce. But, but Sukiyomi likes him because he's from his world. Yes. The goddess does not like him because, because he's ugly. Yes, because he's ugly. And apparently he looks like a demon or demi-human. Demi-human. He literally looks like a half-human thing. Yeah, because it shows one of. Something that kind of looks like him is a fox person. No, it was a cat. But okay. Was it a cat? Oh. Yeah, it was a cat person. Oh, well, what a fox. Yes, he oh. looks like a half human. So she doesn't like him. So that, that kind of already answers. But why is he still stuck at level one? That be- mean- because she doesn't like him. But all she said she was going to do was stop him from breeding. No, she said, don't breed with my people. She said she would do nothing more than allow him to speak every language except for human. Yeah. That's it. That's all she did. There was nothing said about level locking him. She didn't have to say she was going to level lock him. She said the only thing I'll do for you is let you speak every other language. So it doesn't make any sense. That's why he's level locked. But she doesn't like him. I, I don't know how, how how many times you want me to go into circular <laughs> logic. She doesn't like him. Therefore, she will not allow him to do anything else. Now, granted. She also knows he's overpowered already, so, which is why she transports him at the end of the season. But probably also think about it. He's already technically gaining more power in a roundabout way. She probably didn't want him gaining more power the regular way. She probably expected him to kind of just stay where he was, let alone now he has servants that are giving Three. him more power. So, yeah. like... Again, she doesn't like him. 
this is just going to be circular logic if you keep asking the same question. I mean, that seems like it's, it's a lot of his problems is that she just straight up doesn't like him, and that's the entire theme of the show. I mean, yeah. It's a god that doesn't like him, sending him into fucked up situations and scenarios. And like, I mean, not necessarily. She's only sent him into one scenario. Technically, should have killed him, te- realistically. Te- technically, too, dependent on if you count bringing him over to that world. And also... It would count that, yeah. And also, no, it wasn't going to kill him. That's why she transported him. Because the other two humans weren't doing too hard. One human and one dragon. No, 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 no. Well, first off, uh, I'm not talking about those two. I'm talking about the the heroes. There there are two more heroes. Yeah, there are two more heroes you you can introduce in season two, but they haven't been... In yeah. season one that I've seen. They literally were the last scene of se- season one. You will meet them in season two. You will see why she sent him to that area. Like, to deal with just those two people? The dragon slayer, quote unquote? Well, no. It's just that those two aren't doing too hot. But, you know, that's beside the point. But this is this is uh, things that I would be spoiling going to season two. So, like, it, uh, we'll, we'll stay on season one to a degree. It's also... I mean, to a degree is wild. You, you're, you're not really watching season two yet. Therefore, we're staying on co- season one. I'm a couple episodes in season two. I'm watching them as they come in English. You're not really watching season two yet, so we're not we're yeah, not touching we're on this. Episode week. A couple in. Um, it also isn't explained too, too well as to why his magic power keeps going up. It keeps going to like the next extreme... It Besides just he's overpowered. No, it blatantly explained that. When? The whole tidbit where those two started breaking down crying, thinking that he was dying and reincarnating and then dying and reincarnating. Oh, where he was expanding his consciousness into the rest of the world as he shot a bow? Yes, he was basically killing himself and then building more magic power because when you reincarnate you come back a little bit stronger so is he immortal now i mean not necessarily i'm sure he can die but him focusing to the extent that he could essentially removed his consciousness from his body so he was essentially accidentally committing self life removing and <laughs> life removal syndrome yes he, he he was self life removing on accident and then coming back <laughs> oh lord but that that was very blatantly explained like that's literally why that, that's literally why they were both getting really upset that he was doing that mm, fair so I, I don't know where, how you missed that part, but yes, that has already actually been fully explained. Interesting click. Uh. I mean, also he gets some very small amounts of power. And I say small because of just how quickly he can power up the other way. Um, every time he forms a master-servant con- uh, contract because... He gets a portion of their power and able to use one of their abilities? No. That is a rare thing that does not generally happen. Unless his life's in danger? Mm, yes and no. That's what it's, it not, it's not that that's when it happens. Mm. It's that's when it can happen. But it is not normally a thing that happens. 
So he's doing other things that shouldn't technically be a feasible, normal thing. Yeah, because he's broken. Sort of. I mean, the thing is, as much as you're questioning, but why is he so overpowered then? That was explained in episode one as well. Yeah, Literally, he said he's, I'm going to give you every power I can and bless No, him. not even. He barely gave him anything. He gave him Kai, that's it. What it was, was he came from the real world, which is a very harsh and unlivable world compared to every other world. The Tsukiyomi literally sits there and is like, yeah, the world that I govern is harsh. It's horrible. Gravity beats you down. The world beats you down. Your magical energy is stifled. There's literally nothing good about living in that world when it comes to just quality of life. Therefore, you already have lived through essentially hell comparatively to every other world out there. And especially this one. So he went over already way more powerful. Yeah, fair. So that doesn't really explain then why the other two heroes are trash. Uh, so here's and the thing. So weak when they have both gods blessing them. So one, they didn't have both gods blessing them. I, I, again, you've only seen one scene of these two heroes. Like when you actually start season two like actually start season two when you get into episode two and three of season two they're not uh they're not quite i know they're not on four because if you were then you would have seen this already you but whatever episode you're on whatever you're doing i'm on two okay see so you basically see have seen nothing about these heroes so i i can't go into the heroes because again you're not really even watching season two yet you watch like the first episode and are on two and a lot more is going to probably be expanded upon the men season two when i said they weren't doing too hot i didn't mean they suck i just meant they weren't doing too hot and they already came over a little bit stronger, a little bit more durable. Um, and they did get other gifts from the guys. But yeah. the but the thing is, A, they didn't get anything from Tsukiyomi. Because and he's B, hibernating from, from the, where you transferred him over. Well, sort of, kind of. I mean... Didn't he say he had to go sleep? For I mean, he 10, yeah, no, he he is going to sleep, but like sort of, kind of has to mind. But none of this is the point. The point is that he went through a lot more when it came to that. And also, you got to keep in mind, this is a kid who legit was struggling his way through life already which means he was gaining more from life than the kids who weren't having to struggle at all were probably gaining because think about it um well i i guess you wouldn't know this yet but one is a girl who basically never had to struggle for anything and life was too easy so she literally came over because hey this might be difficult and give me a challenge yes that that's going to be the reason you're going to hear her say the other one is a pretty boy with a fancy eyeball 
I mean, I, I guess you technically could get, gain that from just watching the opening, couldn't you? Because he, he has a purple eye. Yes, um, but also no. Uh, when you get into his backstory, you'll you'll see a little more as to why he accepted. It's not just he was a fancy boy, but at the very least, I will tell you, he was a model, so also things were handed to him. So... And that's honestly the most that I can tell you, because until you watch their backstory episode, I don't really feel like spoiling anything about the heroes. But, fact is, they didn't struggle as much as he did in the other world. Which means they're probably going to struggle more in this this world. Because it's balance. Well, also, they didn't build up themselves like he did. He fought to be a good archer. He fought to survive. He fought to be in somewhat decent shape. They didn't. Good genetics don't always help you, especially if you transfer transfer to another world, apparently. So. Mm, that kind of makes sense, especially since his parents were from this world originally. That also is true, because the, the thing is, they went from that world to this world, which also means that they had some transference, so he probably had some amount of magical power, but his was stifled. They, they had no magical power. That's probably one thing. Another thing is, apparently these parents were noteworthy enough that they had to make a deal with the goddess that they're kid would have to go to her world to help later so i'm assuming they were notable people back when they were in that world yeah and they get they got like some special name i can't remember what it was uh yeah no that was talked about at the very very end of season one yeah she Um, kind of explained it when they got when he got the necromancer guy yeah but that's only because they went to a different it's not that they yeah. became that. It's it's they that, were that because they went to the other world. Well, no, that's just the name they gave to them. Because once you escape that world, they can't just say former people of this world. No, they came up with a name for it. So. But the point is that, yeah, I don't think that really had anything to do with other other than they cut a deal. But they could have been big shots in that world for all. We really don't know anything about them. Hopefully, he actually gets to find a little bit more info about his parents this go around. I mean, I don't understand why you would say hopefully. That's literally his whole goal. Yeah, but sometimes things like that don't work out that well. When have you ever watched an isekai where the main character did not achieve their goal eventually? Let's be brutally honest here. Fair. Eventually, and if enough seasons get played out, yeah. Like, they always achieve their goal. So, it'll happen. It's just unknown as to how long it'll take. I mean, right now, he just wants to be a merchant. Let him be a merchant. Yeah, he wants to be a merchant, but he can't stand wiping out towns. I mean, what merchant wipes out towns? If you wipe out every town you go to, then how can you be a merchant? I mean, so far, he's one for one town. He's been to more than one town. By the end of season one, he went to a city. He went to another city. Yeah, he did go to another city. He was about to go to a third city. And then the witch of a freaking goddess decided, Yeah, no, we're going to teleport you over here. Well, that's because he can't teleport. And have a massive fight. And that's because he can't teleport. 
the teleportation channels are able to be monitored by the goddess. That was how that happened. Yeah. He would have li- he would have literally never been found if he just walked to the city. Which would have taken ages to do. Which apparently they're doing now and it's taken forever in a day. Gee, it's almost like teleportation is not a thing in most isekais, so just don't do it. I mean... There aren't a lot of isekais. No, no, no. It's an ability that is gained in other isekais. This is a normal mode of transportation. But why would you take teleportation when you can take the long scenic route? I mean, why wouldn't you cut your trip down into milliseconds instead of months? I mean, it's not months, first off. It it takes a few days um, to get from city to city. Uh, Second of all, funny coming from the man who could probably, you know, sprint to the next city in a day because, I mean, he's kind of fast. I mean, if he was dodging, like, attacks from this dragon slayer and her dragon friend that can move incredibly fast. I mean, he's kind of fast. Yeah, he's got a good little bit of speed behind him. I mean... Okay, so, again, why not just run there? But he can't take his necromancer buddy that quickly. It could. Have him levitate. Tie a piece of string around his waist. Drag him along. Why not? (laughs) I feel like it'll work. I mean, that could possibly work, but it's just... Look, I've seen dumber things happen in these guys, okay? Don't ask. Yeah. Don't ask, and I'm not going into it. Just know, just trust me when I say I've watched isekais that you have not seen that have much dumber crap than that. I promise you. Just take my word for it. Don't ask any questions. All I'm going to say to that is cream puff. That's not an isekai. It's close enough. No, that's fantasy. That's different. So what else did you want to ask, discuss, any things, stuffs? The power scaling is really, really busted at this point. And it doesn't make much sense. Yes and no, like... Oh, so is the power scaling based off mana capacity? Level or strength? Stronger than the other two, and they're level 1500. 1600. Uh, the end of season one is what the black spider's at. Mm. Yeah, but no, no, she's not quite 16. She's close. She hits 16. I don't think she hit 16 by the end of season one. Yeah, because um, the dragon was mad because well, there's no way you can be 100 levels higher than me. Yeah, that, that or no, she was 25 levels because the dragon had gained a handful too. Yeah, but she was like 50 originally, and I don't think that she's hit 16 yet. I might be wrong, but I don't think it's 16. I think she's close. I mean, obviously she'll probably eventually, but the fact is, he's still stronger than them, and he's level 1, so you're, obviously it's not level. So that should have already answered that, that question. But that does Well, you, you asked the question, is it level? I gave you an obvious answer. If he's level one and they're not, and he's stronger than them. So why when he goes to take the test, isn't he seen as stronger instead of just a puny normie? Well, remember, he's also wearing things that hide his mana. Yeah, because apparently he has like the equivalent of like five 
chapter six demon lords inside of him? No, no, no. After he starts expanding his consciousness, he gets up to like ten. Did he get up to ten? Uh, if not yeah. more. And every single piece of armor that he wears and all twenty rings that he wears should just all insta-kill him. It's not twenty, it's ten. He wears a ring on each finger. So he ends up wearing two on each finger on a wristband. No, no, no. Wristband and chains attached to rings. That he apparently replaces every single morning. I mean, he has to. He has a lot of mana. I'm just saying. And with that being said, why were they so lax with his old mana bombs, basically? What do you mean? So, in the episode where the humans got out, they escaped their capture, they got out and they went to the treasure vault. I mean, they, they weren't, felt they weren't captured. They were being held captive. They weren't even being held captive. They they were being watched because they didn't want them wandering around the illusionary city and getting hurt. Yes, they, so they, they were, got out. They were guests. They weren't being held captive. They had guards at the door. They had people there to literally make sure they didn't go around and get hurt. That was the whole point of it. Well, the woman he ended up killing. <laughs> I mean, why didn't they, they have died. somebody watching? They did. The... If you're talking about the warehouse, they no, did. Those people literally just showed up because they were dropping off stuff. There was no guard like actively watching the warehouse. Okay, but there were guards around the city. They were still they were... patrolling around the warehouse. They were still watching the warehouse. It's just. Their security was a little more lax, but also they were literally going to go destroy the stuff later. Exactly, because they knew it was all extremely dangerous. Well, they didn't think that humans would be dumb enough to just waltz right into a warehouse in a city filled with A-rank monsters and take items that could or could not kill them just by them holding it. Like, most of them thought humans were a little bit smarter than that. You gotta remember, demi-humans have high opinions of humans. Which is, uh... Well, rather... Ooh, no my, my, my bad. They don't have high opinions. They think that humans are stronger than them by nature, but they have low opinions of them because humans are crappy. But they didn't think that humans were crappy enough to do something stupid. It just so happens that the blonde chick who pretended to be a prostitute was stupid. Yeah. Very, very, very stupid. Like, I... And got poor Fragment killed. I mean, it's fine. She got her just desserts. It, 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 it's fine. There's another Fragment. There's lots of Fragments. I know, but I mean, that Fragment was funny. So was this one. Trust yeah, me. but not all Fragments are the same. No. She but, even says that herself. Yeah, but this one's funny too. Don't worry about it. It'll be okay. But the fact is, they did have guards. They just are going to have stricter guards. Which is fine. And hopefully an elimination policy on stupid humans. I mean... They decide to get that close and that or into their city. I doubt they're gonna eliminate them, but they will probably, you know, actually be a little harsher, a little more heavy-handed in their protection of the humans. But again, most humans aren't that stupid. So if you were in a video game, for instance, you were transported to a town where you see a 
room full of gems and rings and swords and all kinds of magical items. You, you wouldn't go and look at it. You see, you're, you wouldn't go and try and loot it. You, you're, you're speaking video game terms, and also not necessarily because the games that I play would probably heavily punish you for that, unless it leads you directly into that room by pathway. Um, so no, probably not. Uh, but second of all, um, you're talking like this is a video game. Well, this, I mean, that's the closest thing I can actually relate it to currently. Okay, but this is not a video. And these are people who are stumbling into an illusory city run by dwarves and A-rank monsters. Yeah, dragonkin and orcs. There's the spider people, too. Yeah, but they look like humans now. But that's beside the point. The, but the, the fact is that there are spider people. Who are, are basically immortal. There are li lion people. They're not immortal. Lion people. Or not lion peoples. Um, there are spider peoples. There are lizard peoples. I, I, I don't know why I said lion, but lizard peoples. And then there are pig peoples. All of these are strong monsters. Very strong monsters. The, the, the pigs are about as strong as the lizards, and the spiders are apparently way stronger than the lizards and the pigs. Something yeah, because like they that. all do like a fighting competition. Yeah. I think they all end up getting basically tied. Well, no, the only people who fought in that competition were the pig people and the lizard people. Yeah. Um, well, they tied. Oh. No, the pig dude ended up fighting and beating the lizard dude, and then the lizard dude came back and beat him later, so... They were one for one. But the fact okay. is that, um, whence it boils down to it, these are all high-ranking demi-human monsters. The, the, these are things that most humans don't want to tango with on the regular. If you waltz into a city where there are elder dwarves, which humans do associate with, and yeah, they, they buy weapons and armor from them. And they know that these people know what they're talking about. And then all these other monsters that are helping patrol and guard the city. And they say, hey, don't go near the dangerous warehouse. Maybe... I don't think they warned them about it. They tried to when they started going towards it. But they were like, no, you stupid pig people. And then killed them. Because they're dumb. Because... Yeah, because one pig guy died. Because these so humans sad. were not intelligent. Because they were like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, but I do. When clearly they did not. So, again, most humans, if they hear, no, don't go near that dangerous warehouse. There's deadly stuff in it. Most humans would probably look at these giant monsters and be like, you know what? I'm not going to try it. I mean, j j just look at them. They're giant monsters. They probably know what they're talking about. Yeah, maybe that's something they say that's, is dangerous. Possibly is dangerous. Exactly. See, so you're, you're taking the stupidity of video game logic and trying to apply it to where most humans are probably not that dumb in this show. Like, they're dumb at times, but they're not that dumb. So, fair. That just kind of is how it is. But, yes, yeah, they, uh, 
to, to answer your question, there were technically guards. They they weren't harsh guards because again, the whole thing wasn't to scare people or capture humans who wander into there. It was the, the whole point of the illusory city is to introduce things that will then get a, be appraised by the humans, which will then make the, those things valuable, which will then make them sellable. Yeah, like he made five hundred gold from peaches. Look, peaches don't exist in that world. Okay. They, they, they wanted a sweet fruit. Just wait till they introduce bananas. <laughs> I mean... I mean, you think I'm joking, but... I figured they'd end up eat, introducing rice and bananas and well, start I, serving sushi and all that. Now, I don't know if rice is in that world or not. It hasn't really been strictly stated, but... I think they ate it. Thank you.